What is going down, everyone? It's the holiday time. This is our Christmas episode, guys. Happy holidays to you guys out there. Hope you guys have a great Christmas. We've got another great episode of The Hype. We're going to talk Messi. Where does he rank with the goats among the hobby? Where does his cards fall after that epic World Cup win? We're going to talk football, as always. Bowman Draft is here. And uh, we're doing breaks here at mojobreak.com of all your Bowman draft needs, whether it be a case of jumbo, case of super jumbo. We've got two boxes. We've got mixers, and it's pick your team, randoms. We've got all sorts of stuff to tra- to chase. Jackson Holiday, Tamar Johnson, Elijah Green, all these top prospects in the 2022 Bowman draft. We're going to have our NFL Blitz segments, which uh, it's probably hard to talk. It's probably hard for Dan to talk football these days. Eliminated. <laughs> Out. Out of the playoffs. Still still Super Bowl champions. I mean, we're not we are a hundred percent not gonna repeat. Not gonna happen. Like you said, eliminated. Uh injuries are a thing, you know. Whatever. Everybody fights through them, but it is what it is. Um up until today, I was pretty excited about baseball. I have already moved past the football season. I was on the baseball, being a Giants fan, having one of the best off seasons that we have had in decades. Was it the best after we didn't sign Aaron Judge? Carlos Correa was my guy, and I and I gotta say, at his past tense, was uh, all Giants fans' hearts broken today. I I don't even know it. Carlos Correa was like a lottery ticket. You know, you get it, and you dream of what it could be, and then you find out you lose. That's what he was for about six days. Hope you didn't order any jerseys um, with his name on it. Assuming did he even say he was going to wear number two again, or is that just we a given? We will never know. <laughs> what we will know, and I, I wasn't there a former pitcher I, I name. Can't, I can't. Wasn't even. there a former pitcher named Correa? Maybe you just change the number and you say yeah, it's a, Kevin Correa, Kevin Correa, Kevin Correa, 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 yeah. Correa jersey. Um, I. So when it happened, I I basically was on a walk, came home, saw it. it was like relatively late. I'm talking about when the Giants announced that they were going to sign Carlos Correa. I came back. My wife is a Giants fan, and I'm like, get ready. I'm all, we have a new face of our franchise for the foreseeable future. I'm all, he is going to be exciting to watch. I got to go home tonight and, and break it to her and be like, <laughs> remember now, that guy I said was going to be the face? Now let's take our Giants fandom out of this equation. If you are an investor... If we're using that word, I know those those words we you know we we uh, we weighed the line on that when it comes to sports cards. Say you are a collector of Carlos Correa and you have his 2013 Bowman Auto. Are you happier that he's moved on to the Mets as opposed to the Giants? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, he gets I mean, to play pro- with his buddy his at, whole you, career. You yeah. just went over the lineup. Uh, the Giants lineup. With Correa was going to be good. It wasn't going to be as good as the Mets. If the Mets do not win a World Series this year, or frankly, multiple World Series over the next few years, it will be a failure. Steve Cohen, money is not an object to Steve Cohen. And uh, you know what? We need need more owners like it. Money may not buy happiness, but it... It, buy, buy a it, buy, it buys a baseball team. We've seen it. You know what? We've seen it here with the Warriors. I know the Warriors also, like, you want to talk about another team that didn't got embarrassed in New York last night. The Warriors look terrible against the Knicks. Uh, but not the point. The fact is the Warriors have opened the checkbook. 
And they have made that team the number one attraction in the Bay Area, the one of the number one attractions in the world when it comes to sports. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson are world famous because they opened up the checkbook, said what does whatever it takes to put a winner out there. And look, we need more owners like we like these guys, like Lake, like Lakeup, like Cohen. This is what we need in sports. I, I actually can't remember a time personally where all of my teams are just having bad times at the same time sharks 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 did not look good yesterday i mean they're they're a bad hockey team we kind of knew they were gonna be a bad hockey team yeah the warriors what is going on curry's out it's bad it's bad times um they are maybe a bubble playoff team at at the moment i i don't even i actually think they're on the outside looking in but um you're stretching out your your shirt. I just wanted to make sure that they're stretching saw them. out. So, yeah, well, well, actually, because I, there is one team so in the Bay not, Area that's doing well. If you're listening on the podcast, Doug has a festive Christmas 49er sweater. ugly sweater is what they call it. It's sure the ugly part you got right. <laughs> you got that part right, but it actually does it take batteries? Um, I it, I think it came with it. I don't even if it goes out. I don't know what I'm doing, but um, hopefully. Oh no, I mean you're just out. gonna have an ugly. An not ugly light. sweater. It doesn't light it's up. It's not going to light much. up anymore. But yeah, just don't wear that in a rainstorm. I that's guess that's what I said. I'm like, don't, I'm all, don't get electrocuted. <laughs> but you know what? You, we sound like spoiled fans here because you got fans. I, you have like fans of Pittsburgh that are like, we can only dream of making the playoffs and winning a playoff series. And you guys just won three World Series championships. Pittsburgh they less the, than a decade they have ago. The Steelers. They have the Penguins. Different standard around here. You see, you, you win three, and then also you watch that basketball win as much as they are. Look, the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl, but they have been consistently a winner now for a while. Nothing like, wrong with silver, I guess. I know, hey, hey, we got there. You've got a not, I mean, not. Stamp. I don't know what the we talk is. I mean, my team got there last year, got it done. Who's the worst um, major market city sports team-wise? San Francisco. No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> today. Champ- champion- today? <laughs> championship droughts, like where the least successful. Oh, well, like the big Cleveland. ones. Detroit. Cleveland. Uh, well, if we're talking major market, I'm talking. I'm thinking like the big ones: Chicago, right. L.A., New York. The well, Black- you got to have at least three sports teams, I think, to uh, qualify. The Bears have hung on to that the- championship for a long, long time. Blackhawks. The Bulls. I mean, no, I'm just talking team. I'm just talking individual team. Uh, I'm talking obviously. about the full, like the full oh, yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. Like, when did the Tigers win a World Series? Uh, they have not won one since the '80s. Red Wings. They have been bad for a while, but they have a lot of success. They have enough. Yeah, yeah, but the, it, but the, yeah. the Pistons won in the early 2000s. Pistons won in the early 2000s. Red Wings have won more recently. So Lions I think Detroit might have it wor- the worst. Cleveland. No, Cleveland just uh, Cavs. Cavs not too long not ago. Not that long ago. Still that fresh. was one. I mean, I would say that, I mean, San Diego has, has, has a pretty rough sports history. I don't think they have a single championship, a lot of teams moving in and out of there. Uh, so, hey. yeah, because you used to have the San Diego, uh, yeah. the basketball team that moved to the, the, Clippers, the Clippers used to be there. The Rockets used to be there. Uh, obviously, the Chargers, many years of almost so close, but yet so far. Yeah, those Marty Schottenheimer years. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I know we got off on a little bit of tangent here, but um, before we get into talking about Messi, I wanted to talk about this uh, Aaron Judge, uh, seventh uh, best home run season of all time. Is it really seventh? It's seventh. 
Is I it? Believe. Is it? it? It's 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 something like that. If you look it up real quick, well, you have you I have, think there's two or three Sammy Sosas and two have, or three Maguires. Yeah, bon, Bonds and Maguire Bonds and Maguire. Sosa. Sosa. There's another Sosa in there. Uh, there's like uh, I can't remember who else. Maris, obviously. Maris. So you have Barry Bonds, Maguire, Sosa, Maguire, Sosa, Sosa. Then judge. So, I, I, so Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa should be in the Hall of Fame. Sammy Sosa had three <laughs> amazing home run seasons. And never, I don't believe, ever led the league in home runs in any of those seasons. No, which is even Wild. more ironic. Um, but my whole my whole thing here is is that ball sold for one point five million. It's the seventh greatest home run total of all time. And this was through Golden, and I know there was uh, Probstein offering two million, and somebody offered three million. Probably not. Probably probably not, not real offers. Probably maybe. not offering two million now, though. But I wouldn't think probably so. Probably going to want to check those comps. I'm you know just thinking saying? that. I, I just think that thinks. I mean, personally, and we'll go a little round table on this. I think it sold for too much. I mean, it's it's it's. I I think it should be like a two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollar ball. Man, I I love to sit here and play devil's advocate. I'd love to be like, that's a steal. Should have been like seventeen million. It would have been if it was two years ago, when everybody's throwing money around like crazy people. But that's a um, that's it. What happens if he hits sixty three this year? Then does does that one not worth anything? It's at that point. It, it's it's worth. It's less. a risky investment. Do, do we it's really the most do of we, the American League? Do we now. really think Aaron Judge is going to hit more than sixty two homers? I mean, it's possible. It's doable. I mean, six other seasons beat him. I mean, you could say, "Oh, well, those guys did steroids." Haven't I mean, we confirmed? Say that. Haven't we confirmed? Didn't didn't this just actually? I think this is a story within the Giants organization. I know we've been talking about the Giants a lot, but wasn't somebody coming out with the Giants saying that there's two different balls? Oh yeah, there's a there's a big story right now. Uh, there's a really and good ba- report. And in baseball, oh, somebody from the Giant, uh, uh, Slater, Austin Slater, Austin Slater was, was one like, of the guys. Yeah. I'm gonna take these two balls and I'm going to basically do test on them independent, like test on them because I know they're both different. And major league baseball was like, you take these balls out of the facility. Then whoever takes them is getting fired. I believe it's, it's a good report. I want to say it's like business insider or something. I this can't is recent. Why yes. remember it was during the winter meetings. And again, one of the craziest winter meetings of all time, the literally the day all of the crazy judge stuff was happening. That report came out. And it's like, boy, did Major League Baseball get lucky yeah. with that. Because they're not not two. There are three different types of baseballs. And what came out was that they were most free. The Goldilocks ball, as they yep. call it, yep. uh, was used most frequently for Yankee games. Yeah. So, look. Judge did something incredible. I don't take anything away from him. He didn't know what was happening. And also... How do we get the Goldilocks balls? Right. How do we get those Goldilocks balls? <laughs> is this and real? Also, this, and is also, a re- this is a real thing. And also, statistically, he had better months in the in the months prior to the balls being switched I up. just want to know. So, just throw that out. So is, 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 is 62... Is it going to change the value of it? Is 62 a Goldilocks? I don't know. We don't know. We don't so know. Is Austin cer- Slater may know, though. Do certain breakers in this industry get Goldilocks cases? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Just we'll leave it at just that. Right. We'll Ooh, it just right. It feels like there might be something to just right. We'll leave it at that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, $1.5 million is crazy. I mean, props to Golden for getting that thing sold. Um, the crazy thing is the guy that I caught it, I believe his like wife is like a social media like 
conglomerate. Like she has like a lot of Instagram followers and is kind of, I think, semi-famous. So uh, they did a lot of interviews with her and him about the uh, catching of the ball. And um, great yeah. to see the rich getting richer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's that's just a really heartwarming. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, would you rather him get it or Zach Hample? Ooh. Fair enough. Anybody over <laughs> I mean, Zach Hample. <laughs> anybody over Zach Hample. Punchable face. And does Zach Hample? Do you think he sells it? Hmm. That is. I mean, I don't know what his mo is when it comes to that. I yeah. think that one isn't. You gotta sell that one. Like it's just. It doesn't matter who you are. But imagine the hate that he would get if he was like, "I'm selling it." As I pushed over a kid, to I mean, grab honestly, it. honestly, you buy that, right? How do you even display that properly? Do you make like a poster around it to say what it is? I mean, because to the naked eye, it's just a baseball. I'm that's pretty used. sure that base that they will like, because I mean, they escorted that guy out of the building. Yep, got him there. I'm sure what they did was they went to historians who were there uh, and basically got like. A verification there. Oh, it has. Okay, it has, you know, it yeah. has like the hologram on it and yeah. everything. Oh, that's right. And they yeah. switched the balls up for judge. Well, there you go. Uh, they switched the balls too. Like they had like the Goldilocks a, a ball. So it is a Goldilocks. Yeah. So they had a mark on it that said like this is a judge. This, it, if this ball gets in, that's a judge historic ball. Wow. Wow. Interesting. I mean, let's pivot into Messi because I think we talked about it off air, and you know, great accomplishment, great World Cup. But I think when you go into the World Cup, you have 32 teams that are competing for the Cup. And you literally have the best case scenario for a World Cup final with comparable to the NBA. We can say that Mbappe is a young LeBron. Messi is the Jordan. And they're facing off to win it all. I would say this is it was almost like uh, all the years were always like Kobe LeBron final. Come on, Kobe LeBron final. It never happened. We actually did get it in soccer. We got it in soccer. The game lived up to the billing. I remember, you know, it was a 7 a.m. game. It was hard for me to wake up. I saw that it was 2-0 Argentina, and I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to tune in. It looks like this is going to be a route for Messi. My wife says, it's 2-2 now. I'm like, okay, I need to get my booty on the couch and watch the rest of this game. And, man, it was it was an insane game, and uh, Messi is the winner. And uh, kind of like, I think... You know, if you're looking at soccer's pedigree and you have Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, I think Messi and Ronaldo were pretty close. But I think this World Cup now on his resume puts him above Ronaldo. Uh, I, I think that's I think you're right. I I also think the other storyline was. Is France going to do the first like back to back and how I mean, I think there's only been one other one other time where there's been back to back winners in a World Cup. So Mbappe in France, Mbappe, the arguably the best current player in the world going against kind of the old guard yep. of, of Messi. I think the only other matchup that people <coughs> would have really loved to see would have been a Messi Ronaldo because it was going to be their last World Cup. But um, I think you have the great blend of the next to come great and you have the passing of the torch situation I think. Like, hey, the old guy is going to get one before he goes out. Now it's yours. I You're also the- think that Messi generally is more likable than Ronaldo. Yes, I believe. I agree with that. Definitely. I agree with Did that. I just, I, was, I went out on a limb there. No, I didn't know. That's a pretty, yeah. Was that a bold take? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's an accurate take. Yes. 
So we look at uh, some of mes- uh, you know his mega cracks uh, that sold on six six twenty twenty two. And by the way, that's a pop uh, population on that one of I just had it up of, of like nineteen. Jeez! So only nineteen graded in a ten. So that makes it uh, uh, more rare than a lot of these other cards. So you look and you're comparing it to the championship ticket Brady, which is numbered to ten. That sold for two point four, and that has an auto, so not quite a one. Not quite. Yeah. I mean, this is probably a better comparison. The eighty six Fleer Jordan. Granted, more on the pop report. Gem ten sold for one hundred and fifty six. So that has to be a six figure card, right? Well, well into uh, Messi's is three hundred twelve thousand. Yeah, so you could actually have two Jordans to the one Messi, but there's a lot less. Messi's. Nineteen, nineteen, right? nineteen in PSA ten right now. Yeah, and I don't even know where you buy these packs. This was before. Uh, this was not even Panini America. This is Panini yep. Italy. So I, I don't know where these these packs were distributed at. So there may not even have been a lot of it made. Well, you know what? This is actually this is going to be great content because I I may be a, you got a pack. I, well, you know I I may <laughs> I have been looking at some flights to Italy for next year for a, a vacation and uh, may have to go on the hunt for some mega cracks Panini. Italian version. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll find him. We'll make, we'll make a whole video out of it. Yeah. Wow, what a year, though. If you want to consider, <laughs> I know you don't have him in this slide, but that's LeBron year when LeBron was coming up. So you have LeBron and Messi kind of coming around into the world around the same time, uh, which is crazy. And then you have a orange refractor, probably owned by Vegas Dave, 122000 on the Mike Trout 2009. So, um, and oh, you do have uh, LeBron on this slide. You have a X-Fractor. BGS that's 10. BGS ten pristine, which that's got to be a low pop, two hundred and fifty two thousand. So getting pretty close, and I believe the X Factors were numbered to two fifty. So there's only two hundred fifty in existence, not even counting what they're graded. There at. was just a gold LeBron that just sold. Really? Yeah. But um, you know, I'm with the pop report at nineteen. It seems like a pretty. I think that's a pretty reasonable price. I mean. Not that anybody has three hundred. I was gonna go. I'm like, I'm all. I got three hundred thousand burning a hole in my pocket. Sign me up. Find me one, Doug. I mean, and that's in June, so I gotta think there's maybe a slight bump. I know the industry's yeah. going down, but cards like that being so rare, uh, you know, the the elite of the elite card collectors are are bidding those ones up. I don't know if you guys have taken the time to, you know, the World Cup is coming to the Americas in 2026, and there's I think 16 locations of where they're gonna have games. They are doing 48 teams now. So we are going from 32 to 48. So that includes 16 more teams. So you're going to have, I mean, you think Qatar's team was bad. I mean, yeah, granted, they were the host city. I mean, you're probably going to have teams like smaller countries just getting in. So supposedly what they have proposed is instead of doing a four-team group match, they're doing a three-team group match. So you're only playing uh, two games in the first round. But what they're saying is is you, uh, the, the, the soccer committee is worried about collusion because it's a lot easier to collude in a three-bracket, three-team bracket than it is to uh, So collude. would it only be one team that makes I it out of I think two makes it out of there. Boy, that is – you are playing with fire there. Like, be careful what you ask for. I mean, Argentina won the World Cup and did it – I mean, obviously the final was pretty incredible, but after – like did it pretty in pretty dominating fashion. 
and yet lost to Saudi Arabia in the first game. Like, if that was going by this rules, there's a chance they wouldn't even have even made it out of the group stage. Right. I, man, I, I don't know about I that. I think it's still up for discussion, but I think the 48 team is a guarantee. So I know Levi Stadium here, where we're located, is going to have anywhere from five to eight games. Well, if I'm not mistaken, in the, the first round, the last game... Argentina had a really good chance of getting knocked out and not yes. going to the next round. We were watching that game here at the yes at at the shop. Like so, yeah, you're basically, and then you're going to go probably because you're only playing two games. You're going to go by. There's going to be a lot of ties. There's going to be a big to- total goal differential at that point. And then at that, and then I don't. I mean, there may be a lot of. So we'll see how they uh, it, it shakes out. But then, I mean, you know, but you follow the follow the dollar signs, right? More teams, more, more eyeballs. Games. More venues. Yeah, that's all it's all I about. mean, more ad more ad revenue. Yeah. Let, let's I mean yes. I, I'm actually surprised this hasn't happened before. It's, it's possible that they probably I, I mean I have to dig into it, but I would not be shocked if they wanted to do this for this tournament, but because of the conditions where it had to be during the winter time and it's interrupting so many different seasons that it would not have been feasible. And, and Whereas also, interrupting like what? MLS and also I think they only had like four venues, right? Yes. Where yeah, they, where the next World Cup so I mean, I looked venues. at the map and it it's Yeah, there's I believe there's three Mexico venues and there's and two and, Canada venues. And then there is eight ton in the u.s I yeah mean, it's I, from new york all the way yeah to i would here. say there had to be probably on that map there had to be at least 20 venues 25 no venues, there's 16 total 16 venues 16 total yep. venues um but yeah you had all the major cities you had and then you got to coordinate the travel right because you don't want somebody to play on tuesday at you know i mean i know there's usually four or five days in between but whatever like, they do it every sunday you're going from new york and then playing at levi and santa clara and california you're going to be like traveling they're probably going to try to avoid having teams have to travel that much but i mean look at every every sunday there's football teams that do that all the time yeah. they, they travel they travel from the west coast to the east coast yep gotta play on sunday so it'll be interesting it's gonna be a big deal and like you said i mean you're gonna get uh you know like countries probably like bolivia that are gonna make it i mean there's there's 16 bolivia other, there's, out there there's 16 other countries just because our, our our friends here at the shop are are, are bolivian they're and they, excited and they hope i mean they're gonna at least get they're, two games they're excited they're, they're getting they're, two games they're already already figuring out where bolivia is gonna be playing yeah Exactly. So, uh, but back to to Leo Messi. I mean, what's your take on uh, on this, Cody? With all these prices compared to some of these other goat cards? Yeah, I'm trying to. You know, I've been thinking like, uh, I mean, the pop report for that specific card, and I think just in general, probably a lot of graded, highly graded Messi cards is so much lower than this stuff. I mean, if yeah, if if money is not an object. In a way, I I think like stuff like maybe Brady and LeBron, I I still might lean towards investing in that long term, but like Messi might be the third guy at this point, considering where that price was in June, and where you got to imagine it's gonna go now. He I think he now is in that like blue chip investment sort of realm. I think you also have cards. to look at it as soccer and being an international market yes as opposed to i mean lebron would you could say basketball pretty international yep. uh but brady i mean it's limited limited 
I mean, right now might not be the time to buy Messi because the prices are really high, but you got to think with the 2026 World Cup, how many fans is that going to turn? Like how many kids are going to become in America, North America, you know, Mexico, Canada? The last time the U.S. has hosted was 94, right? And I think, I mean, I, I remember that. I remember like it seemed like, and it seemed like that was kind of the start of of soccer, really from a commercial standpoint, domestically here, um, where you just started seeing people really talk about soccer here in the states, um, and it kind of just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I think the next World Cup is when it takes even that next step. I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, you you and the U.S. team is young. Yeah. And they're they're good, and you give them four more years, like they could even get better. And all the things that could happen in between. You've got another women's World Cup where we know U.S. Team USA is really good. It's I mean, are the best in the world, and the ratings for the last one were huge. Got to imagine it's it's going to be bigger, and there's just going to be a lot of momentum. You're right, building. And there was. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't remember the '94 season or the '94 World Cup. I remember it like but it was they, yesterday. They had nine locations. They had the Rose Bowl. They had Stanford. Uh, they had Pontiac, Silverdome, Giant Stadium. The Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Soldier Field, the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Foxborough in Massachusetts, and Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium in Washington. So expanding it this time around to seven more stadiums and getting um, you know Mexico and Canada involved as well. So it's going to be bigger. It's going to be huge. It's going to be big. And I'm thinking about all the collectors that are going to start from that. You know what I mean? That are going to that are going to be six, seven years old, like well, excited I mean, to watch and then, Mbappe. And then leading or, and then leading up to it, right? Like. Again, we're expanding it to 48 teams, 48 countries. So there's going to be, like like this year, I mean, we saw there was teams, players, that you would normally be chasing in a lot of the products that came out, but their team didn't make the World Cup. Well, yeah, like Erling Holland. That probably Norway didn't make it. Yeah, that probably is not going to be the case in four years. Like, those teams, if they're decent, even if they have a superstar, they're probably going to make it. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at this list. Dan can't really see it, but he had Messi is the go to the hobby. We've got a picture of LeBron, Brady, Messi, Jordan, and Trout. And I, the glaring obvious one on here is Trout. I mean, there's one, you know, similarity to all of these other four guys, and that's the, those guys are champions. Um, Mike Trout is not a champion. He's not. It's funny how he is the goat of baseball, and he is the living goat legend of baseball right now, and he hasn't even sniffed. A playoff series. Look, they signed Brandon Drury yesterday. It's uh, it's better than what the Giants could say right now. So they're on the fast what track. What do we got to do? Playoff. What do we got to do to have a package deal done right now for Trout and Otani to be Giants? What do we got to do? What do we got to do? You give up the entire uh, development that they've been doing across the street, just like it, Angels own that now. Uh, you give them uh, all of Ghirardelli, the entire Ghirardelli all square, chocolate. all the chocolate. They get it forever, uh, and yeah, and the entire roster. And Luciano. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just throw him in. He's a throw-in. He's a throw-in. He's, Brett, a, he's a player to be named later. And you don't like Lucille, so Lucille, throw him Lucille. in. Lucille. Oh, get, get. And that probably is why. That probably was what it was. I, I think we just broke it down. Correa was like, what is your mascot again? I'm out. Although. I, I'm, going to the, I'm going to Mr. Met, which it, is worse if they say look we we already have a mascot you have to take the rally monkey deals off sorry 
Deal's off. I don't want him. I'm telling you, I think Correa was like, nah, I'm going to the giant, the giant baseball with arms. <laughs> well, we probably wouldn't get Trout and Otani because they wouldn't pass physical somehow. It wouldn't pass physical, so we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to sign any. Nobody's going to pass any more physicals. So, but uh, yeah. So I mean, last last little bit about Messi. Um, you know, it's, I would obviously be monitoring his cards. Like right now, this is probably the worst time to buy because the prices are all on that World Cup fever. But any you know, predictions? With, by the way, sorry to interrupt, but I just was thinking, any prediction? Because this card is there's going to be one of these cards, a nine or a ten, that probably hits a, an, an auction house at some point in the next couple months. Where does this land in this, like, I mean, we saw upwards of $2 million. We saw as low as 120000 It's a down market. It's not going to go to a million. But no, I, I think it's safe to say it's a 500000 maybe. Yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's somewhere in the, the half, a, half a milli, maybe, maybe slightly over. I mean, the card itself does show him, and the photo choice is great. Um, but, like, it looks like it's a cheap card, to my, in my opinion. I don't know. The design the design wasn't wasn't the greatest. I mean, granted it's two thousand two thousand four and they probably didn't make a lot of it, didn't put a lot of resources into making soccer cards at that time. But Is that uh, a rookie card logo? It does not. No. So no. it's just his first known card and widely accepted as the rookie card for, for Messi. What's up, everybody? Cody here, taking a break from the hype to tell you about eBay Vault. Now, Mojo Break's been using eBay for years, so we're really excited about the eBay Vault. Now, why vault your cards with the original marketplace? Because the eBay Vault isn't just a way to protect what you collect, it's a totally new way to trade. Not only have your cards never been safer thanks to their secure, climate-controlled facility, but you're also locking in real savings. You pay no sales tax when you ship to or transact within the vault. There are no storage fees for two whole years. Now just imagine everything you can do with all of that money. Maybe buy a few more cards to the collection. And with the eBay Vault's seamless in-app experience, you can track, buy, and sell your cards in real time. From listing your cards in seconds with eBay Collection to tracking trends with the eBay Price Guide, managing your collection is more seamless than ever before. The eBay Vault. Buy. Sell. Secure. Let's start talking about Bowman Draft, 2022 Bowman Draft released today. A pretty good checklist. I think missing is obviously Drew Jones, Andrew Jones' kid, for uh, the Diamondbacks. And uh, so all signs obviously point to him being in 2023 Bowman Um, because that's typically what Topps does is they hold out either. I think it's been the second pick a lot. It's been the first picks in Bowman Draft, the second pick gets you know going going on to Bowman so uh you'll see him in uh the regular Bowman uh but you you, you got a lot of big names you've you've got uh you've got obviously uh Jackson Holiday you've got Jamar Johnson you've got uh you know Elijah Green from the Nationals uh who's that on the is that Cross on the left there yeah Gavin Cross who that guy's starting to get a lot of buzz from a lot of baseball insiders a lot of guys who have been watching him so Gavin Cross a guy on the Royals uh like a surprise success for the Royals um played for the the amateur team USA team and was the standout guy so kind of like came on the radar was not a high school prospect uh Goes to college and becomes a massive star in college. A part uh, Team USA, I believe, uh, for the uh, yeah, like the uh, the summer amateur yeah, Team yeah. USA team that they for. have. But yeah, it's 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 holiday. It's holidays. The guy, uh, him and Jones. It's really one A and one B. Uh, Jones probably has more. 
potential. I, I know he was more hyped up as like the cannot miss guy. The Orioles, I think, maybe wanted more signability, the easier signability with with Holiday and a better positional fit. Um, so they went with him instead. But I mean, it was like, yeah, you can't go wrong. Like, and I think we talked about it before the the show started. Uh, the real question, yeah, got, who, got who's the guy on the Angels? It looks like Dan's brother, actually. The, <laughs> the real question is, whose dad's better? Exactly, Andrew Jones. Or Matt Holliday. That's Matt now, Holliday. look. No, uh, Andrew Jones. That is, know. like, if you are. Oh, no, Jones. Andrew Jones Andrew is. Andrew Jones better. Like, a, a better. Better daddy, right? Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, baseball reference. Look, you know, there's. Uh, I mean, Matt Holliday was like a solid. Matt Holliday is borderline. A solid, oh, solid all star. Yeah. You know, every. Seven time all star for. Uh, He's, for he him. was very good. S- a, very a, a great A. Great, great A. I mean, I mean, who can who who doesn't <laughs> remember like that? A, like great A beef. No, just no A is athletics. Yeah. Great, great Oakland athletics. Look, I don't know if you guys have heard the term seven days. The term recently, a nepo baby. That's the thing going around right now, and baseballs. I think we're gonna right get. Now. I think we're gonna get uh, blocked for that. No, what no say? nepotism. <laughs> like nepotism, baby, nepo baby. It's now a thing. We're not getting. <laughs> We're getting blocked. <laughs> Look, get your head out of the gutter. Uh, but it's a thing, and now baseball's full of them. It's it's uh, Vlad Guerrero, uh, Fernando Tatis, and then now Jackson Holliday. And explain said, to me what it, it just means. A uh, uh, now I'm, we we, we 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 can't talk about it anymore. It went too far. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> As in nepotism, you know, where like somebody, if you had a family member in the industry, then you get an advantage in that industry in baseball celebrities. It's a thing in Hollywood right now where there's tons of young actors of uh, who are the children of celebrities are, are all big right now uh, in baseball. It's the same thing. It's all happening again in baseball as well. So, what okay. celebrities are big that have? Oh, gosh. What was that? The, that girl from uh, from uh, what's that show that's really big on HBO that I can't think Zendaya's in it. It's not Zendaya. It's not what I'm thinking of. What were they doing all the drugs and everything? You oh, know. euphoric, the, the, euphoric. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, Bruce Willis's kids. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The daughter of uh, Judd Apatow is on oh, that show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mod, uh, Mod, Mod Apatow. Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. Denzel Washington's son. I know Denzel Washington. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. The so, Wayans brothers. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a lot out there. How, well, they have one Wayans. Yeah, yeah. There, Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot out there, right? Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. They're all. No, I think he has. Didn't really sound like there was a lot out there. There's <laughs> more. <laughs> Trust me, there's more. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. But yeah, yeah baseball so, is. is but baseball filled. Ba- baseball. Baseball, baseball by far has more. Su- uh, it's like your dad was a baseball player. You're a baseball You're a baseball player. player. Yeah. My, yeah. my daddy's a baseball player. My daddy's daddy was a baseball player. My daddy's daddy's daddy was a baseball player. I'm yeah. a baseball player. Well, you know what was the funny thing? We were like, we did two cases uh, this morning, um, of, and you've probably seen some of these players. There were so many threes, like the third. We pulled like four yes. guys that were the third. I like, noticed that too. Blah, 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 the third. Uh, Douglas Hodo, the second. Like It was like a lot of, of uh, you know, same name guys. Could also be junior. Could be. And we second. didn't even bring up like Elijah Green, who uh, is yeah, not. I, the, I actually yeah. just learned that before we went live. He's not Eric Green's kid. He is Eric Green. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I just took a guess. Yeah. He's Eric Green, a former and NFL Pro Bowl tight end. And, Eric and Green. I don't remember Eric Green. He went to a Pro Bowl, so he was. I mean, he's so again. Steelers. It's 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 Eric Green. Yeah, big pad, uh, big pad days. Yep, uh, like yep. Jerome Bettis era. 
got bigger. a little bit before. Oh, well, uh, Pro Bowl 93 and 94. So, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's got elite how power did, How speed. did you know who Eric Green is? <sighs> I must have had him on my fantasy team back in 1993. No, you didn't. You didn't. In 1993? <laughs> yeah. We had to write it in pen. Um. Yeah, he played for Pittsburgh, Miami, Baltimore, and ended his career in 1999 with the Jets. Eric Green. Okay. Yep. So his son, Elijah, who has got elite power and speed. He's on the Nationals. He's one of the most highly touted guys. Uh, I was I put him on here. Zach Neto is a guy I think people should look at. 13th overall pick. but he's Who's old. his dad? Oh, don't know. <laughs> Mr. Neto. <laughs> Mr. Neto. Yay. So you know what? <laughs> Big underdog story here. His dad didn't play baseball. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We well, don't we, had to look up, we had to look up Locklear, too, just to make sure. Not Heather Locklear's kid? Not not related. Okay. No, no. Uh, but he, he already is in double A, and uh, he just got drafted, so they, he could be the first guy up of this class. I really like Termar Johnson of the Pirates. Um, just like a maybe the best pure hitter in the draft. Pirates what? have a lot of what's, good young what's talent. What's the first name? Termar. Termar? Yeah. Termar Johnson. Termar? Yeah, we, we pulled him. Yep. Man, he was a redemption. He's redemption. We pulled him. Well, he's just blue. Kevin Cross also a redemption. The mood, the mood ring parallel. What do okay. you know about it? So that's the thing. So that's what it was. Because I pulled it a couple times. I'm like, is this got to be a case hit? I've it's, never seen this one. I believe it's one per case. Some cases may have two. But yeah, we on average, we're getting one per case. And it's the mood ring parallel. Okay. Mood ring. I pulled a Zach Neto and a Gavin Cross mood ring parallel. I, you know, I can't get over uh, the guy I'm invested in is Ivan Melendez, the Hispanic Titanic. I mean, when you have Great a nickname name. already like that. For one, I don't know how he was a Golden Spikes Award winner and he was drafted in the second round. But Hispanic Titanic, the Diamondbacks. It's like you don't even need Drew Jones. The guy that I'm really chasing. Jerpy. 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 That's a good one. (laughs) Be careful if you're breaking it. Melendez (laughs) is exciting, too. Yeah, and that's such a, like, the the organization diamondbacks are just like so full of great young talent they right do. now it's they they i think you they might be the most stacked team in, in all of baseball i mean I, if if you are i mean it's talent wise first baseball card and you have a nickname you're ascending like you're 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 going to i mean he he should and right now in this market he probably should be a top 10 selling prospect in in this release just based on nickname alone. I think outside of those top 10, 15 guys drafted, Melendez, one of those guys I think will do well. Yes, the 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 nickname and the awards. Reggie Crawford, I know we're Giant-centric, but like Reggie Crawford being a two-way player that a lot of folks were saying, boy, this guy has the potential to be one of the most exciting didn't, guys. Didn't I think that he'll guy, do well. Didn't that guy win the Golden Spikes Award? Yes, and I actually just brought that up. And, and how, I mean, you look through, and Doug's probably going to talk about it, but When's the last time a Golden Spikes Award winner went in the second round? Well, Kevin Copps won it last year. He's a pitcher in the Padres organization, and he went in the third round. So Hmm. maybe the Golden Spikes is starting to fall off. But if you go back, they didn't have one in 2020 for obvious reasons. But then you have Adley Rushman. In 2019, you have Pretty Andrew good. Vaughn, 2018. You have Brendan hit. McKay, 2017, 2016, Kyle Lewis, 2015, Andrew Benatendi, 2014, AJ Reed. That might not have panned out. 2013, Chris Bryant, 2012, Mike Zunino, 2011, Trevor Bauer. Didn't really really work out. I mean, but at the 20, very 2010, least. Bryce Harper, well, Strasburg, well, well, Posey. When you, when you say didn't work, I mean, Trevor every single one that you, every single player you said basically made the majors. So exactly. That's kind, of, that's kind of working AJ Reed was the worst one, and he saw big league. Yeah, events. I mean, out of everybody, everybody made the majors. 
except for obviously the last last yeah. two guys that are still in the minors. But um, yeah, Posey won. Yeah, you say Posey won Golden Spikes for yeah, sure. Right? Posey won. Yeah. So did uh, Linscombe, uh, David Price, uh, Alex Gordon. Mark Pryor, Pat Burrell, and a JD lot of, Drew. and it's not just. That I would these guys only, made it. I would, like, I would only draft a Golden Spike yeah. Award winner. It's Will like Clark. It's not just that they the made Nishler. it. All these guys had good careers for the most part. They all had, I, I mean, from everything from Hall of Fame to perennial All Star to like, hey, they're they're a serviceable big leaguer. I they, mean, they uh, baseball is the hardest to to scout. I mean, there's a lot of first rounders that never sniffed the big leagues. Actually, to be fair, now the Golden Spikes Award has only started in 78, but I don't think there's a Hall of Famer yet. So, um, okay. Dave Maggot and Will, Will Clark, Jim Abbott, Robin Ventura, but F- dude, Phil these Nevin, are all Jason Veritek. Actually, count count the All-Star games, though. A lot yeah, of All-Star lot. games. There's a lot. A lot of All-Star games. I mean, Bryce Harper. Uh, any of these guys Hall of Famers yet? Bryce Harper, not a Hall of Famer yet? Tim- oh, he's pretty close. Harper's going to Hall of Tim Famer. Tim Lincecum. No, no. T- Timmy won't. Two Cy Young awards. He didn't play long enough. He didn't. Mark Pryor, no. no. Pat Burrell, obviously not. No. Uh, Isn't Mark, J- Mark Pryor J- is pitching coach? He's for pitching coach for the, the Padres. Dod- over the Dodgers now. Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Veritek, not a Hall of Famer. No. Right? no. Great no. player. Great. So we're still waiting for our first uh, Golden Spikes Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nonetheless, these are guys who... I, I, will, yeah. I, will take, I will take that team. That whole Golden Spikes thing, I will take that team. I think there's a lot of people who would say, hey, that catcher you're drafting who won <laughs> Golden Spikes, they're going to be Jason Veritek. You'd be like, that's great. Great. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. We got a catcher for the next decade. Yeah. But if you also, if you look at these and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea to invest in any Golden Spikes player personally, but like you look at where they played college at. So this is also another thing. If you get drafted out of high school, obviously you're not going to win Golden Spikes. How did, but, Har- how did Harper win it though? Cause he, he went to like what he played community college. Yeah. They actually have him as the college of Southern Nevada. Yeah, he like he did community college, right? Like they may have made an exception for him. Like <laughs> so he, he's the him. only one off because you look at like the colleges here: Oregon State, Cal, Louisville, Arkansas, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. I mean, Long Beach. I mean, these are all baseball college powerhouses, right? So, yeah, Bryce Harper might have been the exception that year. Well, and then you got Strasburg, San Diego State. I don't know if that's a big. I mean, they Gwynn was a, there at the yeah, time. Yeah, they had a moment there where when Tony Gwynn went there, they became a baseball school for a little bit. Yeah. So, interesting. But get your, uh, get your Bowman draft spots at. Some great content. That's just really killing it right now. We are. We're <laughs> going in the uh, time machine of Golden Spikes winners. You said that like sarcastically. I, no, I actually, I, it was it was sincere. I, mean, I was gonna is, I was gonna pat myself on the back. No, I mean this is this is this is good episode. Nobody brings <laughs> Golden Spikes content in December better than Mojo Break. That's right. Nobody does it and ties it into sports cards quite like Mojo Break. The hype. Yep. Boom. Golden Spikes, baby. And uh, get your spots at MojoBreak.com for upcoming. There's people Bowman who are like, is that an in, is that an insert breaks. in the product? The Golden Spikes insert. I think the they have golden, had it though. The Golden Spikes parallel. I would like it. Well, let's go into something that is golden, and that's the Niners championship chances. It's golden right now. So we're going to get into the NFL Blitz segment, and uh, I think we're just going to rename it to the Brock Purdy Blitz, right, segment? Ty has a Brock Purdy jersey. The ink hasn't dried yet. He's a smart man. I wish I would have got one. Got it. It's it's, he's he's uh, what what can you say about Brock Purdy? Still waiting to see more. He's still waiting. He's still waiting. I don't. I just (laughs) I want it to end. I think we've I think we've made it pretty clear. I want it to. I just I want the season to be over. I just want it to be over. You're you're, you're counting down the days to February. uh, Whatever fifteenth or something. I just like the Niners just getting knocked down in the playoffs will make everything right in the world. Look, I'm not. Yeah, well. 
<laughs> and I would say if you're if you're late to the Brock Purdy train, I'm not sure if I'm investing in Brock Purdy, but certainly when those new products come out. Yeah, I would be like chasing them and breaks. Chasing them from those Niners. Those Niners spots suddenly look a whole lot better right now. Yep. They, so, they there's, do look there's good. at least that. So hey, they're in the playoffs. They won the NFC West. Niner Great spots may be selling better this people. year than they were last yeah, year. Yeah, which is pretty wild. I mean, where do we sit on Trey Lance for those collectors out there that invested heavy with Trey yeah, Lance? Yeah, uh, I look, I am still – we were talking about this outside I, we, of here. We talked about it last week. Yeah, we talked about it last week. I feel like we talked I about know. it the so week let's, before. We'll, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it to a minimum, but the Trey Lance stuff, I still am – I still want to wait and see with Trey. Just call this like – I don't even know why you I know. The Niner talk. This is a Niner, Niner – the Niner breaks. segment. Let's, Niner uh, talk. The Niner minute. Look. <laughs> How about one, look? One. I'll pivot because I do want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Like Chargers. I feel like we've just like well in charge and bolt <laughs> talk. Chargers. Go bolt. Say hey, hey, big win. Herbert didn't play his best game and still pulled out that victory. I'll just Man, say a that. Chargers, a Chargers Niners Super Bowl. Still possible. Baby. That'd be crushing for Cody. It would be like I don't much. know where to. I don't know what to do. Be too much. Bring back nature on means, baby. Um, but I, I, we have been like kind of. Like barely touching it, like everybody, like yeah, oh, Trevor Lawrence started to look good. I feel like it's undeniable now. We have to talk about how good Trevor Lawrence. Trevor looks. Lawrence is by far, and this is not again not a stretch. By far the best quarterback of that draft. Of that draft, easily, no and, question. And not even it's not even it's not even close now. I mean, he yeah. you can make an argument that he has probably gone into the top ten in the league in quarterback. Twenty four touchdowns, tied for fifth. Seven interceptions. And he went, like, something crazy, like, four games without an interception. He, just, he, threw, one, he threw one this week. Jaguars are playing the Jets That's tomorrow. right. They Prime play him tomorrow. Video. They play him tomorrow on Prime Video. Did you know Gardner Minshew is the backup yeah. in Jacksonville? Yeah. No, in Philly. Yeah, in Philly. Believe Jacksonville. No, he's no, starting he's this weekend in Philly. Philly. He is? Yeah, he's starting. Yeah, Jalen Hurts yeah. is hurt. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Hurt he'll be a starter. Are you sure? Positive. It, 100% yeah. positive. Never, no, no doubt in my mind. Uh, okay, so forever a jaguar with the tra- with the with the Trevor Lawrence stuff. Uh, if you look up the slide right now, name that QB. Trevor Lawrence is one of the options. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are the other options here. QB wants it. These are stats since week six. QB one. Oh, okay. QB one with a sixty-seven point seven completion percentage, three thousand ninety-eight yards, twenty touchdowns, nine interceptions, a one hundred two point two rating. QB two sixty-eight point zero three completion percentage, twenty-two hundred eighty-eight yards, sixteen touchdowns, just three picks, and a one hundred one point five rating. QB three sixty-one point seven four completion percentage, twenty-two hundred six yards, sixteen tugs, seven interceptions, ninety point nine QB well, rating. QB three. QB three is Trevor Lawrence. Okay. No, I'm saying QB two is Trevor Lawrence. Well, we I think you just got done saying that Trevor Lawrence had seven touch seven interceptions. And this is since week six. Yeah, since week six. Since week six. That's oh, yeah. since week, week six. six. Yeah, since week six. Oh, never mind. it's Josh Allen Take and who else? Allen, Mahomes, and Trevor Lawrence. So I'm, I'm saying uh, based on your silhouettes. I know. It kind of gives it away. <laughs> QB QB two is Trevor Lawrence. Well. Yep, QB one is Mahomes and QB three is Allen. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Uh, yeah. If the hair didn't give it away in the silhouette, maybe it would have been a better reveal. But I think it should have been stick figures. The fact, though, <laughs> could have never guessed. All <laughs> right, Mahomes obviously in the lead there in in passing yards, no doubt about it. But I think it's pretty remarkable that in year two, 
that Lawrence is in that conversation with these guys since er like now we're talking more than half of a season essentially that Lawrence has been in the same conversation with you could argue the one and two quarterback in the hobby. So Mahomes has thrown nine interceptions since week six. Yeah, he's been kind of wild, wow. but like effectively wild. But he also like right. He he I, he does. I mean, you look at his receivers and it it's tough. I mean, yeah. Hardman Hardman's out. There's he's at least Juju. two or three of those picks that huh? were not. He's his got fault. Juju. He's got MVS. He's got Kelsey. Those are all. Yeah. Those are all good receivers. No, <laughs> they're good receiver. Good receivers. So, okay. I mean, I mean, they are receivers. Yeah, they are receivers. They are out there. They have their yeah. yeah. They're out, yeah. They're, they, They're they, warm-blooded. Play, they play those positions. They do it well. <laughs> yeah. And then Jarek McKinnon had the game of his life last week. So uh, Jarek McKinnon has had like three weeks where I think he might be their best offensive threat besides Patrick Mahomes. That's true. Yeah, it's crazy. Jarek McKinnon. And I hate that guy's face. Jarek McKinnon is just figure. I mean, he is my I favorite hate Niner. That guy. Like, I have to go through my list and I'm like Jarek McKinnon is the guy that I really could stand behind yeah I liked what he did there <laughs> just got hurt twice and I think he played three games and he got like 30 million dollars and then he's S, like he's S my talked him in the off he's season. my he's my kind of player my yeah. kind of niner just oh your, your your shirt went off I turned it off I'm trying to say the better. oh there's a button yeah nice nice all right That's... I also didn't include I was looking up stats uh Tua has a better QB rating than all those guys since we six but That's I all. But I, get a, wild. but I get a vibe that like Tua hasn't performed well. It's weird because I feel like, that ever, way too. Like ever like since ever since that Niners game, he's been like it. He definitely isn't like carrying that team in the right direction. No, but at the same time, like I think he is easily that team's QB of the future. It's the best QB they've. It's the best QB situation that team has had. God, I don't know how long uh, for how long. Fitz uh, magic. Yeah, I guess. Or who was it? Uh, Jay, uh, what was Cutler? his name? Not Jay Cutler. There was, a, there was a different Jay who was there for a long time. Jay is No, Fieldly. is it Fieldler? Feely? Is that Feely. a, is that a kicker? Look, it's been a while. I wasn't going to say Dan Marino because that felt too how about, crazy. How about Brian Greasy? I think he was in go. Miami, right? Yeah, there you go, was Greasy. He? I think. Tampa? Uh, Joey Harrington, Joey Harrington. I think I think he made an appearance in Miami right, at some look, point. Who was the best QB they've had since Dan Marino? There we go. I'm gonna go on a limb because now that we've talked about all these guys, I think it's pretty clear he's the most. That's the best the situation has been for this team. Has there? Have they have not? Have they in the years that we've been doing this? Has Miami not had a like a rookie quarterback that people have chased? Uh, Chad Pennington, right? Or um, uh, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. But he didn't do well with the Dolphins. No, he didn't. He did better on the Titans. But they, it seems like they just don't draft quarterbacks. Jay Fielder. Jay Fielder. Jay Fielder. Yeah. Is that it? I, I felt I mean, like I felt like we yeah. made that name up, nope. Cody. Jay Fielder. That's the guy. <laughs> Phil. Who is one of, probably one of the longest tenure QBs they've I ever really, had. I really feel like that we got to be getting that name wrong. No, it's right. I just looked it up. I knew it. I was like, that's that seems like the guy. Yeah, Jay Fielder, who was QB for the team after Marino and uh, started pretty much every game from 2000 to 2003. Man, that like doesn't sound right, but I knew it was Jay something. Yep. 
Well, and then the, if you look at the Jaguars, uh, chances. That, so they're sitting at the 10th seed right now. I think they, they have like a 20% chance. They do the play the Jets, who are in front of them. So that's a must-win game this Thursday. Uh, Patriots are 8, and then you have the Dolphins at 8-6. So they're sitting two games behind the Dolphins. With, yeah. Is it three to play? Boy, three to play. By the so way, that's tough. The, pa- the Patriots are done, right? Yeah, you want to talk about a symbolic. Does Mac Jones ever come back? That's You want to talk about a passing of the torch on Sunday of the 21 draft class? Lawrence having the game of his life, coming back and beating the Cowboys versus Mac Jones just getting just destroyed on the most vicious, like, disrespectful stiff arm and you've Chandler ever seen. Chandler Jones the didn't have to do ever. it. No, he didn't have to do it. Like, but he did it. <laughs> the worst play ever. Can we agree and you on just, that? And you see the social media of the Raiders. The tuck rule gets brought back up. And it's like it righted the wrong. The truck rule was righted. It actually, you know what? Moment. It it almost happened again late in the Rams game on Monday night. Uh, there was Baker threw an interception. And the guy was running it back. I know. He saw him and, do it. And he, and he lateraled it back. And it just started. The ball just like was like a yeah, free ball. I'm that. like, and, and I, I'm like, what, what is going on in football right now? Where has the lateral ever worked? Has it always been like, well, we has it ever it been up. like a surefire? Like this always works. We looked it up. I, we looked up the play. Cause I was like, that's gotta be the funniest ending since 20 years ago. Uh, it was still Aaron Brooks was still the QB for the saints yeah. they were down against the Jags 20 to 13 had to do the desperation lateral play. Some there's like a forward lateral in there they didn't call. It somehow worked. They get the touchdown. They're down by one, and miss then the field goal. They miss, miss they, the extra point. They miss the extra point. It's the easiest part of the, the whole yeah process. And, and when those extra points were like twenty yards away, like a chip shot. So very funny ending. And uh, yeah, it worked that one time, and then the easiest part didn't work. So. But to actually to so the. So I, I was looking at them trying to squeeze in on the Dolphins. They actually, I forgot, the Titans are 7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah, they're a So they're right only up. one game behind the Titans right now. The Jags are, I think the Jags are going to win that division. That's crazy. So that would be, out of all the players right now that could go into the playoffs minus Brock Purdy, who could benefit the most from getting in the playoffs? It's got to be Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Because he's more Lawrence. recent than anybody else. Trevor to, uh, uh... Trying to think who else we we did hero. we had a Burrow, but we, we had a rookie we had a rookie make an appearance we had a Desmond Ritter come out and play for the Falcons did look not great. look good no one no. even talking about him. <laughs> did not did not look good you know you know when it comes when Monday comes around and you have a rookie make their first professional start yeah. and it's just crickets it didn't it didn't yeah. didn't go well they were in the game but he just did not look like he was ready to be yeah. out there. Well, you, you know, it's kind of just thinking, too, like, let's say, because there's a chance Herbert, Burrow, and Tua all make the playoffs. Yeah. There's a chance you got and Trevor hurts. Lawrence. And, and, her, and Hurts. So four guys Jeez. from the 2020 class. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you almost forget. Like, I almost feel like he's on another level right now because the Eagles are so good. Uh, and obviously Lawrence. And you've got Purdy. And so this last three years, well-represented. Um, God, I, I don't know. You can't. Uh, you really could not ask for a better situation I mean, got, for collect, from a collecting standpoint. Kirk Cousins, got Kirk Cousins. And I was going to say, Kirk you Cousins? got <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Actually, is kind of like a Brock Purdy guy because he was drafted to be RG 3s backup in the sixth it's round. It's true. 
for Washington. I don't think Kirk Cousins was drafted in the, in the sixth round. I think he was drafted, I think he was, early. I think he was like drafted third, in the third round. I believe. Maybe you have to get Chandler Harnish. Yeah. Um, but why? Kirk Cousins. Why would you think of Chandler Because Harnish? he was on the Colts behind <laughs> said, Good luck. Yeah, that is the first time someone that's, has ever that's, said that's, that. That's actually the first time anybody's ever said thought of Chan- Chandler Harnish. Fourth yeah. round. Fourth round. Fourth round. <laughs> fourth round. <laughs> but no, because we were pulling these quarterbacks in the 2012 rookie class, and we were pulling... Kirk Cousins, and we were pulling Chandler Harnish, Harnish. who is the backup to uh, Andy Luck. Andrew Luck, man, the Ch- the Harnish family right now having a ball. Like, oh my God, someone said his, someone, someone said mentioned her. Someone said Chandler Harnish. Mentioned him. <laughs> actually, did he even get a job after that? Is he even doubtful? The actually, you want to? I'm so I think it was the Eagles game. I think Mike Kafka is yes. the offensive coordinator. For the Eagles, and I believe Mike Kafka was Drafted a rookie in 2012. No, it was 2010. It was a Tebow year. Was he? Are you yeah. sure? I yep. thought it was 2012. 2010. It's crazy to see players that we've were opening up their rookie products, and now they're coaches. It's insane. Yeah. But Mike Kafka. Mike Kafka. I still get. It still trips me out seeing. Uh, Oh God, the the Bills' offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. That's, oh, I know. That's still yeah. uh, that's how about, still how about the how about the the Cowboys' offensive coordinator? Was it uh, Kellen? That's right, Kellen Moore. That's yeah, yeah. That's Former, right. Didn't he play like seven years of college or something like that? Uh, he played, I think, Boise State. I don't know how long. <laughs> but he like redshirted like twice or something because I remember his cards. He was like the all-time record leader, but he played like seven years. No, that, that is Case Keenum. That's Case Keenum. Yes, <laughs> sorry, same guy, Case Keenum. <laughs> Case, case. Uh, <laughs> any picks for this week? Any bold picks for Week 16? Uh, Christmas th- Eve this games. Is, Christmas this is like games. the weirdest week of football ever, yeah. right? There's majority of the games are on Saturday. Yep, Christmas I think you Eve. have three games on Christmas Day. Yep. I don't know if there's a Monday night game. There is a Monday. Night. There is a Monday night game. So I think it's the Colts. Game. I want to say Colts and Chargers. On how do you night. come back? How uh, do you come back? If you're the Colts. How do you come back? You don't. You just. You want? Why don't you just you go don't. home? You don't. Yeah, Jeff Saturday is uh, going to have a lot more Saturdays to Jeff do whatever he Saturday. wants going I forward. I mean, it, it have a lot more Sundays to do what he wants. Granted, they just like they had all these coaches yeah. that were already there, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to just bring in this guy who's teaching high school sports." Kinda, right now. But but he was turning it around. Yeah, for a and second. then he and then the high school around. And then didn't well, no, he was turning the Colts around. For the Col- the Colts were still like in the running for a play. I spot. wanted them to win that game or to tie that game because I wanted to see a four eight and two record. You never see it in your life. Well, there was four, there, eight, and two. There was a lot of at in overtime in that game. There was a lot of this is going to be the first time in history that this happens. Yes, like yes. no matter what happened. Yeah, it was going to be. It was like first time in history a team's ever come back from thirty-three nothing. Just the first time game. in history a team's had two ties in a season. I right. mean, it was uh, it was something. It was My bold game. prediction. And get your dust off either your Daniel Jones or your Saquon Barkley's. I think the Giants beat Minnesota in Minnesota on Saturday. I think that's uh, Vikings are going to lose one of these games. Vikings are pretenders. Just wishful thinking from like Niner fans. But, I just like, like uh, I want the you know second what seed. Giants and Vikings is like the perfect matchup of two teams I have thought are pretenders all year long, yes. and it's like okay, which one of you is the real pretender here? Uh, my bold prediction is the, the there cannot be a worse televised primetime Christmas Day game than the Nickelodeon 
broadcast of the Rams and Broncos. The only thing saving that is the fact that it's a Nickelodeon broadcast. It's also, it's also CBS. Yeah. So CBS will be doing it. Nickelodeon. Everybody who's going to be watching that game should probably be tuning into the Nickelodeon broadcast. It's the only thing that's, that's actually be... the worst matchup of the week. Think that, about no, that it, no, it, it, it is. is. It is by far. It's not yeah. even close. No, it's yeah. It's yeah, I don't even I. Think about like a few months ago when these schedules came out. You're like Rams Broncos Christmas Day. Yeah, that looks great. Uh, NBA schedule Warriors and Steph Curry taking on Memphis Grizzlies. And now it's like Steph's sucking out. down eggnog. Yep. <laughs> Steps out. Uh, four and ten, both teams for Broncos and Rams. This, oh. Yeah, not good. Um, well, they're trying to bring us together with our families more than that's watch, true. Watch that's that's what they really want us to do. Enjoy yeah. time with your family. I'm sure Stop they don't want us to watch any of those I, commercials. Yeah. I I think it's not really bold, but I think Jacksonville knocks off the Jets. I think I think Jacksonville actually. I think Jacksonville makes a. Strong run for Their that division. Really I think. Good. I think. I think they're going to win that division. They, yeah, the, with with Lawrence. I think Jacksonville is going to host a home playoff game. That would. Rule. What about the Lions? The Lions and the Jaguars both making the playoffs. The Lions it's are like, my favorite it's like, team. It's a good feel good. Lions story. and God, I would. I want nothing more. I want. Lions, I want a lion. I want Lions? a li- Lions. Lions Jacksonville Jack- Super Bowl. Lions Jag Super Bowl. I would. I'd love it. It would, you know what? Roger Goodell wouldn't. Though. I may, I, I may, I may have to fly you out know what, to, to Arizona to go NFL, to that game. Get to NFL, tickets, probably. The NFL is the one sport where they can be like Detroit and Jacksonville won't matter. Everyone's going to watch anyway. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think Green Bay has an outside. Maybe I'm crazy. I think Green Bay actually beats the Dolphins this weekend. Oh, I, I think so. I think that. I think there's still a little I think bit of Green, life left I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to make the playoffs. It would be, yeah, yeah. I think Green Bay is going to make the playoffs. But I think if Green Bay and makes I think the playoffs, Tampa, the I think Tampa don't. Bay is going to lock up that division. I think I think you're going to get a playoffs, and your teams are going to have to beat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yep, seven and ten bucks make that miracle run. And you put Tom Brady into the playoffs. Yeah, anything can happen. Right. I, you nobody, put Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Nobody wants to play. Nobody wants to play Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, except was, the 49ers who beat who beat Aaron yeah, Rodgers nothing, every time. <laughs> We're seven. We've won seven in a row. So I mean, eight in a row this week. You don't want to. You don't want to get hot before the playoffs. That doesn't matter. It, no, it does. It's winning culture. It, it's a winning culture. We started the season three and four. So actually, two and four. I think at one point. So haven't lost that game was, since. That was the good old days. I mean, that was that was actually. I was like, man, I'm like the Niners are just going to be terrible. Rams are going to run away. At the well, that was like when we went to the Vegas for the industry summit, and the Niners, I think, were sitting at three and four, and I'm like, you guys are just going to, you guys are going to trounce all over us. And yeah, and what's his name is out. Your left tackle, Trent Williams. Trent yep. Williams. Yeah, yep. he was. Out. I think he's been out on two Rams games now when we've won. I think he was out. He was out the last week of the season last year. Well. He needs to, maybe if he plays, we'll win at some point. <laughs> but yeah, crazy wild things happen in the NFL. Um, Not that crazy. Some some wild storylines coming up with uh, some of these uh, other teams getting in, some of these other teams not getting in. So um, I will be at the uh, game uh, this Saturday wearing this shirt. So if you see me there, uh, say hi. I'll be at the uh, Washington Commanders. Uh, uh, your team, your team colors are red, so you're just you're not going to really stand out. No, I won't. You're going to blend uh, in. See if another guy's wearing my, my Somebody shirt. Somebody else well. will have that shirt. I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. They also know how to use the internet <laughs> to order something. You'd be surprised these days, man. The internet is, a, it, it, is, it is tough to navigate. I will give you that. It's not as easy 
as uh, as I'm making it sound. It's very, very difficult. I was going to mention before we go, I want to see if Cody watched it. Did you watch the Manning cast on Monday? I did not, no. I actually don't think I'll watch unless my team's playing. I don't think I'll watch it anyway, any other way. Uh, it's fantastic. It Honestly, is. it is legitimately fantastic. Uh, the one that with the Broncos one early in the season where it was like, what was it? The like, why aren't you going for the field goal one? Insane, like, you know, or no, when they went for that, like 70 yard field goal, basically one of the funniest moments on live TV in an NFL game this year. So yeah. Top, and they top, don't top. even really talk about the place. They just literally have conversations while the game's going on. And I think it's a definitely a unique way to watch a game because yeah. you've got, and then you got the insights of, of two quarterbacks, two all famers. I don't know if I like it for other, like other, other broadcasts have tried to replicate it. And I don't think it's worked. I think there's just something about the fact that it's the two of them, both being brothers, they get great guests. There's like a, there's a natural chemistry between the two of them that you can't replicate. And they're also super knowledgeable. Like, they are bringing that when it's just the two of them, like, just talking about breaking down the plays. Why is this happening? That, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think any other one that's tried to replicate it has quite gotten. They brought in little Wayne. They were just calling him Wayne the whole time. And then they showed Eli Manning doing his rap. They're like, what do you think about that, Wayne? And he was, like, in his this, like, like blazer that said Celine on it or something. It was all wrapped out. And it was terrible. But he was like, oh, what do you think about that? And it, was, it was just great. It was great. Great broadcast. So I think I'm going to watch that again this Monday night. But especially we got Colts and Chargers, right? So, it's the only yeah. way you can yeah, enjoy that game. Yeah, try to watch Colts it that way. Colts and Chargers. Yeah. I mean, Chargers is good. Chargers, I guess, it, they're playing for something. Yeah, they're, they're, they can still make the playoffs. Sunday night games, Arizona. Justin Tampa Herbert, Bay. by the way, I believe is second in the league in passing yards. Just want to throw that out. There. Second worst game of the week is Tampa Bay versus Arizona, and that's a Sunday night game. I mean, Tampa Bay's playing for something, but, like, Arizona's not. They're definitely not. Trace McSorley is – might be playing for them. Jeez, that's crazy. Because uh, Colt McCoy got a concussion. So, what? I feel like we haven't had a football product in a while. What is the next football release that's coming out? I feel like it's we went through the whole month of December without any football releases. It's been baseball. It's been a lot of baseball. It's baseball in December. We've got Mosaic football. <laughs> the way it should be. <laughs> mosaic football next week. So mosaic football. That should be fun. Ooh, um, I think there may be an FOTL drop of Mosaic Football tomorrow. There we go. Wild Card Automania. I don't know when we're going to air this, but Thursday. Oh, and then we got XR Football January 4th. XR Football. Doesn't that usually come out earlier in the season? I feel like it did. Uh, Spectra Football on the 13th of January. That's a good one. People like it. Uh, Impeccable on the same on the 18th of January. A lot of January football releases. Huh? Illusions in January. Uh, we've got uh, this according, according to blowout card release subject to change. Don't hold me to it. And then we have a lot of January TBDs, um, including tops Chrome stuff for, for baseball and uh, or for uh, racing. Um, Donruss football comes out in February, which I feel like that one should have already came out. But it didn't. Zenith comes out in February. So we got a lot of 2022 releases coming up still. So we're barely in the what first quarter of football releases. So be well past the Super Bowl. We'll still have some of these major releases coming but out. We are, what is it, week six, 16, 17, 15? 15. Because 15. it goes to week 18. Week 15. Yep. No, week 16, no, right? Week, this week is week 16. Yeah, 16, 17, 18. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Interesting. Well, that's all we got for you guys today here on The Hype. Make sure you hit that subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. Check out the breaks, mojobreak.com, and the Sealed Wax website for Pokemon, gaming, any sealed sports box, mojobreakshop.com. And we'll see you guys on next week. Also, wait, before I let you guys go, 
check out the Bob Means interview we did with eBay. Um, eBay Vault, something that I'm using every day. I've been buying cards and putting them over in the eBay Vault. Uh, the last episode we had Bob Means on, and if you're interested in the eBay Vault, he answers all your guys' questions. So tune in if you haven't tuned into that, and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Hype. Happy Holidays.